Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes. Strap in, sit down, relax, drive to wherever you're going. In the studios with me, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial at 645-0736. Good to see you, Mr. Rocky. Good morning. Good morning. Also, Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. And uh, his number and Pitt & Frank's number is 895-9900. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Get to that phone. Get your um, your microphone close to you, because otherwise we can't hear you. There we go. Much better. Let's go to the phones, shall we? Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Brianne. Yeah. My neighbor has a telescope. I think it's looking into my window. Is there anything I can do about it legally? Oh, boy. So, that's a great one to start off the show. A wow. telescope and the looking into the window. So, Kevin, what are your thoughts? What do you? Where do you go? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a condo or a house, but what would you do? Well, I think that a, a call to a police officer is probably the first step. I mean, that's, that is a legal issue, I, I guess, but it's criminal yeah. law. But if he has a telescope pointed up, pointing down, um, you know, I think if, if the individual is intentionally trying to look through the window, yeah. uh, there would be a problem there. Voyeurism. Yeah, I mean, and it may not just be the Brienne's window. It might be neighbors as well. And he could be doing, you know, it could be just he's looking at the, the moon. I mean, who knows? But if she's concerned about it, so. You, well, I was just thinking, what was it back in Bullock County a few years ago with the drone? And that yeah. was the issue there yeah. about whether or not they were using it legitimately or illegitimately. Yeah. So. yeah this, I'm sorry to hear that, Brian. Yeah, I would call a police officer, let them start an investigation and uh, see where just express your concerns yeah. and see what they say. Yeah. All right. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Uh, hi, Bob. It's Andy. I see a lot of advertisements about uh, mortgage companies, online mortgage companies. Is there any benefit to them uh, that you can tell me about? Uh, you know, I cringe when I hear the commercials or see the commercials about online mortgage companies. I think, Randy, you're the same way. Uh, for the most part. I mean, again, there's there's good and bad characters and everything. and um, uh, But I I think it's better in a situation, uh, especially on a purchase. And I think, Kevin, you'll, you can, both of you all can step in on this, uh-huh. uh, that you should use, uh, in my opinion, you should use a local lender. Yeah, just if anything is it goes wrong, you have any questions, it's always good to have a human being down the street that you can sit down and talk to if you have any issues or have any questions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time the communications with all the technology that we have, sometimes everything gets lost in the shuffle. And just having someone here to sit down and talk to and express your concerns is great. Yeah, I, I personally have told a lot of our buyers and sellers that, listen, you want to be able to call up, go in, see the person who's doing the mortgage yes. face-to-face and say, okay, where are we, what do we need to do? Or why did this happen? And then have them not be on the other side of the world or other side of the country, but who's right there who can be well, there. Well, let's candidly admit it's, it's not. It's a much more difficult process. If you haven't done it uh, since 2008, the process of getting mortgage now is much oh, yeah. more difficult. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Hey, listen, if uh, you want to see the future of home photography, head to Louisville3D.com, folks. Selling your home or thinking about it, uh, you need more than just ordinary pictures. We take home photography to a whole new level. See it for yourself. Louisville3D.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. 
Hey, Bob, this is Carl. Yeah. Um, we just had a showing on our house, and I wonder how to handle this, because we have kids' toys. They're put away. They're kind of under the table and so forth. But we had a showing, and it looked like the kids, other kids were playing with them. My wife is pretty OCD and kind of freaked out and spent about six hours cleaning them and so forth. What do we do in a case like that? Yeah, so, Carl, this is not the first time this has happened. So just understand this. And I think I can speak for realtors both here in Louisville and southern Indiana and across the country that we try to keep an eye on our clients and their kids when showing a house. But sometimes if we're in one room room and the the children just run out and move into another room and you're not able to control them, this could happen. I think the better news out of this is nothing was broken, I hope. Because that's happened where we've heard stories that the kids have taken something that was valuable and they, they, they actually ruined it, destroyed it. Kevin, is there something that I, I don't think of there's anything legally what I would suggest, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this thing. I would suggest that Carl call his listing agent, let the listing agent know what has happened and have the listing agent call the buyer that they were working with and explain the, uh, how the, the seller was upset. I'm not sure that's going to do anything. And by the way, here's a little caveat to that. I'd probably ask your listing agent to check with the buyer's agent to see if there's any interest in the home before <laughs> you say anything. Because <laughs> if there is, don't ruin yeah. the, 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 don't sour the, the feeling by going back to the buyer with, the, uh, with this problem, not belittling the problem. But just you want to try to move it forward in an offer coming in as opposed to getting into an argument or problem with the, the buyer. Yeah. Well, this kind of leads into sometimes because usually the list agent is not going to be at the, the property when it's shown. And we've had some situations where the, you know, the sellers decide to put a camera mm-hmm. and, and things get lifted and walked away or things out of the medicine cabinet uh, in the past. And I'm not sure. Do you suggest um, do you talk to the sellers at all about whether or not they have cameras, security cameras or otherwise? We live, li- we live in a state where as long as one party is uh, knowledge, has knowledge of a recording, um, it's legal. There's some states where that's not the case. But I think any um, seller has the right to put a camera up and and uh, video and watch and or listen to the reaction. I can tell you a number. This is going back now. 12 years ago, folks, I had a buyer I was working with who was selling their home in Atlanta. So she was telling me what the comments were by the buyers walking through her house. I said, so how did you, how do you even know? And she said, well, I got my computer on. I think even this 12 years ago, I got my computer on and I'm listening to the recording of what was being said about the house. So buyers know that if you're walking through a house, you know what? I mean, you could be recorded and you could be videotaped. There's uh, an old story, I won't go into it, of a home inspector doing some nefarious things. Yeah, um, uh, in our community that um, he, he was brought up on and discussed with and it's no longer happening. But. Well, what do you think would be a good idea? Because a lot of people have these Nest cameras. They're pretty easy to set up. Yeah. If you have one going, would you actually put it on a disclosure so the other agent realizes when they come through the property that i don't i don't think so no, i don't okay. I, I don't know a reason to do that do you would you no. do you have an s camera working no i do not you don't do you have an s camera i've got a couple actually they're pretty easy to set up no kidding i have eight eight yeah 
Well, the reason was, and I haven't talked about this up until now, is that uh, months and months ago we were broken into. And we had Nest cameras up. We've got video. We've got names. Uh, but they were wearing masks. Uh, the, work, the police department's working on it. It's a bigger problem than we thought. It's not just our house. It's not just our neighborhood. It is a number of neighborhoods, and they're working diligently to try to find the, the people who are responsible. But the problem is when I saw that, when we had that happen, we weren't at home at the time, but now that I saw that, I immediately went out and bought another four Nest cameras. So we've got them covering the outside areas. We've got them covering inside areas. My wife, Sandy, is like, oh, my God, I can't turn around. I go, listen, <laughs> I am not going to become a victim like this ever again. And so uh, in case you don't know, Nest, I mean, and there are other brands out there for sure, but Nest is simple. It's one location. You can monitor the house from anywhere in the world as long as you've got an Internet service, and it records, and it's rather, the prices have gone up on the cameras. It used to be the cameras were like 150 bucks each. Now they're up to about 200 bucks each. But oh, what? I do have one exterior. I'm sorry. Oh, I just you thought there do? Was, yes. Oh, well, yeah. there. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a little jingle that goes off when someone comes by or uh, uh, comes up to our – Yeah, okay. Uh, even in, our, in in our yard. Yeah, the, there's one that's made by Chai – or oh, no, Bell, I think it's, it's called. But anyway, yes. it's, so regardless, it's a peace of mind. And we've got a, a an alarm system on the house as well now. So we've got that. we got the – I mean, it's is it a fortress? Should we have to live like that? No, but it's a necessary evil in this society the way we are right well, now. Well, so when you're, 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 I guess to go back to, if you're bringing a couple through a property, do uh-huh. you pretty much have them assume going into it that beyond best behavior? Absolutely. Because, yeah, Without question. Right. I, I think it, it's, you know, uh, any buyer and, and sellers, this is a good suggestion as it gets, is have put away valuables, by the way, lock them away. Don't have them exposed. I mean, this all started with a conversation about from Carl who, the had kids who touched the toys not such a big deal in the overall picture but what if it was more expensive stuff and you don't want that left out and lock it up um and there are those who say well you need to have a seller's agent there no you don't want to do that because that actually creates bigger problems for trying the buyer trying to buy it and the buyer's agent trying to work with the problems that the buyer might find and if the seller's agent's there it's interrupting and there's a distrust that immediately erupts and it doesn't work. I'm just telling you, experience nationally, this is the, the call. It doesn't work. But putting a camera up, putting it in the corner, they don't know if it's on or not. And opiates in the medicine cabinet. Get rid of those. You do not want right to, yeah. Dude, yeah it's, uh, we had a problem a couple of years ago. It's been solved, but uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Angie. Yeah. I want to buy a home, but I hear the interest rates are going up. What can you tell me about that? So I, let's talk about that for a second, Randy. So we know the Fed supposedly is going to uh, increase the short-term interest rates between now and the end of the year, right? Yes. And that short-term doesn't always uh, go into the long-term world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I understand is that it, it, and it, it, rates have moved a little bit uh, here recently. And by the end of the year, they will be up. We think. Is yes. that we're talking short term or we're talking long term? Long term. Long term. Yes, I need to find that. So, okay. So, and so obviously, Angie may be a li- right on target here. Do we know how much up they're going to go? What they're talking about is in the mid fours, you know, to, you know, so we're finally getting back in the mid four range. Mm. 
the word I'm hearing also is we may get up to five next year. That's yes. so again, these are all it's speculation. speculation you but, never know. But again, my my guru interest rate guru is feeling like it's going to move, and it has moved a little bit in the last uh, couple of days. Actually, it's moved about an eighth up. Yes, up. Okay. Well, and so that so may, we're still in the low fours. Still right? low fours, and yeah. it may force some buyers off the fence and get going. But unfortunately, at this point. There's no way to predict other than we know it's going to go up a little bit between now and the end of the year is what is being said. All right. Thanks, Andy. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, more of your phone calls. Also, uh, you're thinking of buying a home or selling your home. We're going to tell you a couple of things why you need to buy a home between now and next year if you only are renting. There's some really interesting facts that are out there. In the studio, we've got Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. At six four five zero seven three six, Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at eight nine five nine nine zero zero, and you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, Sekoler Medley Team over at Remax Properties East anytime, day or night, to buy or sell at three seven six five four eight three. We're back in a moment on News Radio eight forty WHAS. refinancing, you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's choice in real estate closings. Pitt and Frank LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction. Rely on the best, rely on us at Pitt and Frank LLC. 895-9900. That's 895-9900. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokoler. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Sekolder Medley Team over at REMAX Properties East. In the studios with us, Kevin Disser, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. 
Also, Randy Rocky, 6450736. And did you know that the Socolor Medley team offers our clients the use of a free moving truck? It's just one of our added value things that we do for you. It's whether you're a buyer or seller, you can use it for free. For more information, call me at 376-5483 or send me an email, bop at com, and put the word truck in the subject line. And we thank Barbara Corcoran for being my mentor and for helping us. We sell a lot of homes, and we continue to hopefully provide great value for our folks. Give me a call if you want us to help you sell or to buy. Back to the phones we go in a moment first. There's some interesting information. If you are thinking about buying a home and you right now are renting, you really need to listen to this piece of information. Every three years, the Federal Reserve conducts their survey of consumer finances. And whether it's you thinking about buying a home or it might be a relative or friend or business associate, remember what I'm about to tell you because this is probably the most important thing that you'll hear in the next couple of minutes. This new survey of consumer finances says that they've collected data and the latest survey covering the 2013 to 2016 uh, survey period was released two weeks ago. The study revealed that in 2016, the median mean net worth of homeowners, homeowners was $231,400, a 15% increase from 2013. At the same time, the median net worth of renters decreased by 5%. The numbers reveal that the net worth of a homeowner is over 44 times greater than that of a renter. And that's why for the fourth in a row, the Gallup poll reported that Americans picked real estate as the best long-term investment. This year's results showed that 34% of Americans chose real estate, followed by stocks at 26%, then gold and savings accounts, then CDs or bonds. Interesting little caveat. I was listening to a radio show a couple of weeks ago, and I thought the guy was pretty bright, and he does a money investment thing. And then he goes and says the following. He says, if you track, and this guy was a a stock guy, uh, stock investments. He goes, if you track values back to 1900 to now, the stock market gives you a better return on your your investment. And I had to laugh that he had to go back to the night. He had to look at back to the 1900s and forward to be able to make that statement. Because if you look in the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it's real estate gives that giving you the best return on your investment. So he lost credibility in my mind very quickly when he did that. So just keep in mind if you've got friends, family, relatives, or yourself, you're thinking about potentially buying a home, you'll have more net worth for your family. Back to the phones when we go now. Good morning, Bob Sikiller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Good morning. Hey, Bob, this is Dave. Yeah. I've got a college loan, and I'm a little behind in my payments. Is that going to affect me being able to buy a house? So, Randy, where does that put uh, poor Dave here with the college loan? He's not alone. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I, it happens quite a bit, Bob. And even in a bankruptcy, you can't get out of student loans uh, for the most part. Um and, and and when you get behind on that, it's a federal debt. It really does ding your credit. And um, uh, I suggest he calls a a loan officer, pulls his credit, and puts a strategy together to get his credit back up. And uh, uh, because again, that that that's that's a tough hill to climb. So, do you prefer? You're suggesting call a loan officer. Is that better than him just 
going online to one of these free credit report services and having it done? I'm not a big fan of those, Why? in my opinion. I, I, I just don't think they give you accurate information. You really need, if you're wanting to buy a house, go to a professional uh, on the real estate side yeah. and on the mortgage side and go, okay, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. I want to buy this house and this number. How do I get there? Where if you go to a free credit report, there's a reason why usually it's free. Yeah. Anything's yeah, right. free. It doesn't yeah. – and, and – uh, so I really suggest he absolutely calls a loan officer and has him pull his credit, and they put a strategy together to get him in a home. So, Dave, just so you know, Randy's number, I'm sure he'd be willing to help it, as he does for a lot of people, six four five zero seven three six. So let me just play up. I'm Bill, and I call you, and you check my credit, and I've got the problems. Where do you, what do you do from there if I've got a credit problem or a challenge? What, well, I give them suggestions on ways to uh, uh, increase their credit score, and uh, they're usually – Fairly simple. Uh, if it's really uh, a sophisticated situation, I will suggest they go to a credit repair company. And you have somebody who you work yes. with? Okay. Yes. All right. I, I will be giving uh, Randy's number out a little bit later again, Dave, so just hang in there. Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Sikoler, Lula Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Samantha. Yep. Hey, I have had it with my builder. He promised me the house would be ready at the end of September, and now he's telling me it won't be ready until maybe the end of November. What recourse do I have now? So this is not a, an isolated problem, Samantha. The problem is that the vendors, the people that subcontractors, the electricians, plumbers, woodworking guys, they're all taxed because there aren't enough to go around. We reported a couple of weeks ago that the new home purchases have gone way up, but still... From the standpoint on a legal issue on this, Kevin, is there something that Samantha can do with regards to her builder who doesn't seem to be performing? Well, communicates is the first thing. In the contract itself, usually that the home builders have their own particular yes, they do. contract, yes, right. which is builder-friendly, surprisingly. Um, and most of them have provisions in there that because of material or labor shortages or something like that, that the deadline that they provided to you is kind of an estimate and a optimistic one at that. Um, so, you know, the Home Builders Association, I would just say they, they do have a, a, a body over there that if you have complaints against a registered home builder, that uh, there's a pretty good process over there. So I first talked to the builder, and if that doesn't work, then maybe talk to the Home Builders Association. But from a legal standpoint, uh, I think she mentioned September and the delay was through November. Yeah. Um, when you look at the contracts, usually there'd be some justification for the delay. And like you said, right now with the hurricanes, drywall, and a lot of the contractors heading Florida and heading Houston. Mm-hmm. So the guys that were a little bit limited to begin with, finding good subs and materials within a certain price range, it's even more of a challenge now. And that's what they're all telling me right now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I should tell you, Pat Durham is over at the he's – a, he's a former builder. I'm not sure if he's still building. a great builder. Mm-hmm. Pat, great guy. He's over there at the, uh, well, it was the Home Builders Association. They have a new name now that. Um, so the Builders Association? They, yeah, they've, they've expanded in a variety of ways. So they've changed their name. But if you look up Home Builders Association Louisville, you'll get it. And Pat is a great guy over there. And he'll, I'm sure, be thrilled to talk to you and, and give you some of his advice. And maybe. They do mediation out over there too and and we'd love to have them on the show and talk about the problems that builders are facing now as well so oh and, and i have a builder friend who said that the tradesmen are in the early 50s most of them and yeah just uh 
the newer generation just doesn't really want to do it. It's it's a very challenging I heard situation. The average is almost sixty now. Uh, well, yeah. and I like to keep everything really lower than what I heard. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure I don't exaggerate. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like right. being conservative, and, and but it, it, they say, uh, they really do. They say there's a lot of challenges ahead. Now. Well, and commercial right. building is taking off now. If you see uh, a lot of dirt being moved, yeah. all just this yeah. year, so they're looking for them as well. Did you see this old house on PBS? Um, they've got a. a, a Series running where they're bringing in apprentices, young apprentices, apprentices trying to uh, bring new blood, so to speak, into the industry mm-hmm. to help. Because let's face it, without the, those those people, the, the the builders, the journeymen, all the other people that are involved in putting a house together, it's going to fall and, apart. And you get paid fairly well. It's I mean, good if you're hell, very yeah. good at what you do, you're yeah. making some pretty good money. No kidding. All right. Well, hopefully we hope to... Helped you there on this thing, Samantha. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Samantha. Oh. I have a buyer on my home, and they want me to pay the closing cost on the home. Why is that? Why would I pay the closing cost on the home when they're buying the home? Yeah, that's a good question. It happens all the time because it costs so much to buy a house. So let's let's start, Randy. We've got two separate piles of money that are needed, right? Right. You're needed for closing costs and escrow. Well, and then there's also the down payment, right? Right, and the down payments. So let's say you're buying a home. Let's use the word, the term two hundred thousand dollar home. Uh-huh. Use that down payment. You don't need twenty percent unless it's maybe a second home or something. But if it's your first home, primary residence, what's your minimum that you can put down? A uh, zero. Uh, okay. So you can do that, but then you would have in that scenario or one percent. But so let's say zero. Uh, let's keep it real simple. If you put down five percent, obviously it would be ten thousand dollars. And then you want the seller contributions for closing costs and prepaid. I'm somewhere around 2%. So okay. you you would have $4,000 paid by the seller at the closing table. And then that would leave them where they would just bring the net 5% then, which is 10000 So what's happening, folks, is we've got the down payment, in which case it could be 3.5%, 3%, could be 5%. So let's just say it's 5% and we're looking at $10,000 down that the buyer has to come up with out of their pocket. And a lot of first-time home buyers they're struggling as it is to come up mm-hmm. with that money. Maybe they're borrowing money from family. That could right. be a, a possibility. You don't want them putting it on a charge card because that's the worst thing you could do, right? So then you've got that chunk of money. Then you've got closing costs, prepaid uh, loan origination fees. You know the taxes that you're going to pay to the, in advance that you have to insurance that you have to pay in advance. So that's a chunk of money that are part of the closing costs. So what happens is a lot of buyers don't have that amount of money. And you may be sitting there going, well, then they shouldn't be buying a home. But shouldn't they be able to live the American dream? So let me tell you how we work this. Let me tell you what we do. So let's say the house is priced at $200,000 and they offer $195,000. And you say, okay, the one hundred ninety-five is fine. But now they want, let's say, $5,000 in closing costs mm-hmm. and prepaids. So instead of it, you go back, counter back, instead of countering back at one hundred and Ninety-five or accepting one hundred ninety-five, you counter back at two hundred. You're paying their closing costs, or basically rolling those closing costs and prepaids into the price of the loan. Right. They get what they need. You get what you want in terms of price. The only problem is it has to appraise for two hundred thousand dollars by the appraiser. That's the only item that's up in the air. Of course, you still go through inspections in addition to the appraisal. But you hope that it's going to come down to it works for everybody and everybody moves forward. We've got time for one more question, I do believe. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, 
Hey, Bob, this is Georgia. Yeah. I'm trying to buy a home, and I have a little, few issues. Um, my, my agent is sending me homes to look at, and, and then I look up the properties online, and the assessed tax value is quite a bit less than what they have the house listed for. I'm also looking on Zillow, yeah. and I personally just don't want to pay more than what the house is worth. Yeah, no one does, and no one will, typical human nature. Forget Zillow, they don't have accurate information when it comes to uh, values of the home. But uh, on top of that, the appraisals on a PVA are usually low anyway. So you need to either have your agent do a CMA, that's a market analysis, um, or do it yourself but with the legitimate information. Typically, your buyer agent should sit down with you and go through the process so you know exactly what the value of that home is. And then an appraiser will override that anyway because they'll give you the accurate value. At a time, our thanks to Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. We hope that we will see you right here on News Radio 840 WHS next Sunday. Take care. Have a great week, folks.